Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. If you wrap foil around that, just like the little bit of the base part of the banana where the fruit is, wrap foil around that top and they will last longer. You know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Who needs your bananas to last longer, though? Look, I don't want to go to the store they're, every other day for bananas. They're eight so... cents each. What the hell are you talking about? What is going on? You're going to wrap them in foil? They're better when they're just a little green. Yeah. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Too much work. Not that much trouble, Rich. Too much work. Says the guy that's got a spreadsheet with 3,000 fantasy teams. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Hello. Thanks for hanging with us today. Happy President's Day. Hope you've enjoyed um, some sunshine, some hockey, and uh, a day a day off with the kidzos. Uh, if you were, uh, you know, able, you were allowed to have the day off of work. We're here. We're working. I'm the yeah. Bulldog. Mike Shope is off this week. Nate Geary is in for the balance of the week. I'll have Sal with me on Wednesday. Other than that, it's myself and Nate all week long. Glad to have him here. 803-0550 is the number. Have you been, you've been out since uh, after postgame against the Chiefs, right? You've not been on since then, have you? No. Oh, you, oh, maybe no. you did some morning stuff. Did you do any morning stuff? I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the night that somebody called and suggested Josh Allen play linebacker? That happened mm-hmm. on that on that post game show mm-hmm. after our show, the overtime show. Mm-hmm. Well, he did say, "How hard could it? Be? I played both ways in high school. How hard could it be? Oh, I see. You know. See. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Sure. How hard could it be? Yeah. Gotcha. Um, uh-huh. All right. How are you? How, how how are you handling here? Uh, we'll, we'll get into the running back position specifically here shortly, but um, I had a very tough couple of weeks after they lost to the Chiefs. You know, I I didn't have any time off, so I was here just sort of nursing myself back to health. And I know at some point during the last week or so, um, I, I know I, I think one day last week we talked about. What, like what? What the what the Bills like? What's the best moment of the last five years? And Mike Mike's answer was the Gabe Davis touchdown right before thirteen seconds was like the was the yeah was, the best moment was, was the best a mo- loss the best moment. Well, I mean, it was yeah. yeah. We're we're going to go. We, th- wow, right? We yep. did it. They did it. Giddy up, Bengals at home, right? and of course that all got erased. For some reason, talking about that, that way, and I know that game is going to haunt us until we have a parade, um, but 
thinking about how close they were then and even how close they were a few weeks ago, I'm I'm ready to just sort of keep going. You know what I mean? Like, just, let's just keep going. I, I do not subscribe to they'll never do it. They're cursed or they're so they're so flawed in some fundamental way that they cannot beat the Chiefs. I, I know what the record is, right? But to me, they're, it's not like they're punching out of their class or something by playing that team in the playoffs. And I've ended up in a, in a place where I'm like, okay, let's bring on the offseason. Let's get some new guys, and I'll be, uh, I'll be rebuilt and ready to go. Is kind of how I feel. You seem like maybe that's a little harder for you. Maybe because you haven't been here talking it out like I have for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This year, this year felt it felt harder to turn the page afterwards. Like it, I found myself. Maybe it was because it was the Chiefs, and maybe because I just I just did not particularly care for the matchup. I found myself having a really tough time buying into the hype up in the week before the Super Bowl, the week of the Super Bowl, like all of the the media glitz and glamour, the prediction shows, the betting shows, like that stuff I usually eat up. Um, it's NFL content. It's the last week of the year. There's no football mm-hmm. off this for a long time. Like, let's just soak it in. Bills aren't there, but let's soak it in and 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 then watch the game, bet a little money, and then move on and, and get ready for the combine. Um, it felt pretty hard to turn the page. And I probably felt pretty similar after the Cincinnati Bengals game, too. The last two playoff exits were um, very much in the same vein uh, just a little bit different of a, of a flavor, I guess. The the first one, you know, I left halfway through the third quarter, walked out of the broadcast booth, and I said, "Yeah, I'm good. I I don't. I'm not going to sit here and watch this anymore. I'm just going to listen to it in the car. I'm good." Um, so because of the way that it ended, and it, there was so much certainty to the ending, um, the the turning over and okay, let's move on to next season. It it felt a little bit easier this year seven minutes are on the clock and you're thinking to yourself, this is going exactly, you know, obviously the, the digs drop plays, plays large, I guess. But I, I kind of felt that as they methodically were moving the ball down the field in that last drive, it felt like they were going to get an opportunity to walk the ball into the end zone as time expired or very close to it mm-hmm. and not give them an opportunity to do anything. Um, and then they lined up for the field goal with a minute 43 seconds left. And I don't know why I felt this way. Um, I certainly felt this way after the kick was no good. But I actually think that Tyler Bass probably saved us all from the inevitable mm-hmm. them walking down the field and kicking a game-winning field goal as time expired. And, like, the real gut punch of it all. And then, you know, he sort of becomes the, what, the dummy for, for people. Kick, right? right, because as if missing the field goal. To me, it's the same as Kyle Shanahan kicking a field goal in overtime. Okay, bud. Uh, just all right. Yeah, sure. That's that's a good decision. Uh, I good luck with that. Good luck. Um, <laughs> right. So in a way, I do think that Tyler Bass probably saved us from like actual heartbreak and the the, mm-hmm. the failure thing. I, I I do feel this way about last season though, Bulldog. Is going into last season, I didn't feel particularly good about the team. It felt like there were bad vibes after the Cincinnati loss. It mm-hmm. felt like, and then week one happened, and I said, yeah, this is this is going to be a long year. And it kind of was a long year. I mean, it was stressful. For sure it was. It was stressful. Yeah. Yeah. And then they figured it out. They won the games they were supposed to win at the end of the year, and then whatever. They won the division. Just all in all. It just it felt like the year didn't take as much out of me as the as the 2022 season did. Um, 
But talking about it now, I I don't know where to go with them. Yeah. Well, I think I, know. I, I just don't know where to if go. I, if I can try to help uh, a little, uh, I know for me, um, the couple of weeks spent between the game and now, uh, it's longer than that, but whatever. Um, the finality of it and the free agent list and the salary cap played a part in it to, for me. Because it's like, it, it feels more like it's more over for some guys that we've really loved having here. Hyde and Poyer maybe chiefly. I mean, yeah. Hyde's contract's up. Poyer, you know, we'll see. They maybe have a decision to make there, or he does. Um, I, either way, it's not to me certain. It, I, it's almost definite to me that they're not going to be together anyway. So at least there's one significant change. Maybe there's more coming. And so it feel, it feels harder to kind of just, well, how did I phrase it when we started this conversation? Keep going. Right, just keep going because you're not that far off. Um, maybe it's harder to see that after a year like this. I think the fact that they had them at home plays a big part in it. Like what I'm hearing you talk, um, this the season ended on their home field two years in a row mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Uh, the Bengal- and you finally got to host Kansas City too. Right, exactly. I just, I guess, I want to feel like I'm consistent when I say before that game when Jeremy and I in a pregame, we both kind of said like if. If they don't do it now, I'm not sure how you could convince yourself that it'll happen in the future. Because the offense was down. Um, yeah, of course their defense was playing as good of as they've ever been in the Patrick Mahomes, you know, quote unquote era. It just felt like if you weren't gonna beat them with that offense this year, that coming back in the offseason, coming back next season and say, Oh well, you know, we'll get another crack. It just it sort of felt again, no Joe Burrow. Right. Uh, oh, it was a great. They had a great. It was a great look. There's no question. About it just that. keeps getting harder to yeah. me, and and that's and listen. I think there are two school of thoughts, and I've had this conversation with people on Twitter about this, which is, I'm just happy, man. You know, they're a consistent winner. They're in the conversation every year. They're winning divisions. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, I'm upset that they lost, but you know, they're good, and they've got a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. Eternal optimist. And hey, you know, I good on you. I wish that I could find. My way to constantly getting back to, well, they're really good and they've got a great quarterback. This is fun enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, the conversation will always be that, I guess, the degree of which how good you believe Josh Allen is. Because if you believe Josh Allen is the second best quarterback of this generation, for him to have played in one AFC championship game, um, you, you seem like you're failing him a little bit, mm-hmm, but there's. Mm-hmm. A difficulty, I think, for all of us to get to who who is failing him. Is it Sean McDermott, and should we have this conversation now every offseason where he's just going to keep falling short and, and getting becoming respectable is good enough for mm-hmm, everyone? Mm-hmm. Which, hey, it's your own thing. You know, if you want, if you if you think that respectability is where you can be happy, I I, I just I wish that I was there. It's not me. Yeah, I feels like you have. A guy. Respectability is is a is a choice yeah. to describe that. It's also contention. Like they are in contention. Yes, and that's how you get respectability. So to me, like I don't know, the Steelers right now are respectable. They're not a contender, but they're respectable. Yeah, the Bills are above that. I yes. think. Uh, right. I mean, a- Allen elevates them above that. So I don't know. I'm I'm picking at you for respectable because it sounds like you're 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 dr- dragging them. Unnecessarily, maybe. 
maybe it's just the way that I feel like people have put it. Like people can just say, "I'm good with them getting back to respectability, like where I where see. they were," right. Right. and Sean being the face of mm-hmm. "We are bringing mm-hmm. this team from 17 years of no playoffs yep. and constant, you know, you know, turnover." This is and, better than the drought. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. And, Which, and I mean, unequivocally, it is, of course. Of course it is. But that's not enough. But eventually you do get to, I think everyone will get to a point where you just, I, I guess you don't want to, there, there's that saying, right, where you don't know you're in the good good old days until the until you're, <laughs> you know, looking back and you realize that you're in the good old days. I don't want to look back and say, man, we were in the good old days with, with Josh Allen hurtling people and running over linebackers yep. and throwing the football over the place to, um, you know, he's on his Elway legs and, you know, maybe he's got one more jump and helicopter into the end zone at 40. Um, I just don't, you know, it's, there is such, there is such a, a line you walk with, do you, should you demand more and am I okay? And I just, I, I find it, you know, like I'm playing hopscotch a bit like, uh, right. yeah, no, yeah, and no. Is, and is, it's hard. Is, is this a point largely about McDermott? Yeah. For you? Yeah. And so that's frustrating because, yeah. right, I mean, on the heels of that Eagles game, I mean, I was as ready as anybody on the radio can ever be to, yeah. like, move on a guy. Yeah. And then they didn't lose again until that's the right. Chiefs game. That's I'm right. Like, okay, I, <laughs> I guess I'll shut up now. Um, yeah, that's right. And I, I personally don't think he's he's – harboring some fatal flaw that is going to keep them from ever beating the Chiefs in a big spot. Uh, but it's frustrating. It does get harder to just sort of put your head down and keep going. Like, I I can definitely appreciate that. Um, to me, the, the difficulty about all of this is where the conversation continues to go from everyone else, which is it's Josh Allen. He can't win the big one. And I just... It's such a. I think I saw Eric Eager like tweet, like quote tweet this. Someone's take was like, "Oh my God, Josh Allen, please win a Super Bowl." So these particular people shut up because they're not mm-hmm. good takes. They're not takes. You just look at like somebody posted a graph of quarterbacks in the clutch, <laughs> and you it can't was even like see his name. He's he so far off on his own. So and that was like to me that was like okay, well this is a this is an MVP stat that I feel like we're not looking at. Um, he has been so good. In these games, 27 postseason touchdowns. He's got more postseason touchdowns than Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and Tua combined. And they have they haven't beaten anyone of they've beaten Mason Rudolph and Phillip the list. Rivers right, the list of Lamar. names are un you know they're they're not super they're not great. And what it feels like happens every year is that. Even when you feel really good about the Sean McDermott defense going into this game, into that Chiefs game, though, you're like AJ Klein. He's <sighs> like in in Boca with his family, uh, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I got to go play football." And then was covering Travis Kelsey in an AFC divisional game. Um, that was tough. It was tough, <laughs> like that. And it's so it's like I want to say I want to labeling Sean and say like, "Well, why couldn't you do more in that game?" Um, they at times in the second half looked like they had no answers whatsoever and i know aj klein is a big part of that but like Mm -hmm. to feel like they were averaging nine yards a play which i think they were at one point they were averaging double digit yards per play Mm -hmm. going into the third quarter it's kind of always the defense that in those big situations lets them down right 
It's 13 seconds. And so now you're not willing to listen to, well, it was A.J. Klein having to play for Bernard, and Douglas was compromised. I mean, sure, like, those they are... Were, they, were re- they, they were really... They were in tough. They were in tough. And, like, you know, maybe if Balin Specter can play in that game, you feel... <laughs> I, right. right. I mean, that's yeah. it's so, but it's so difficult because the year before injuries happen. You know, they just they they do happen. You have to find ways to be competitive. And then like the fake punt, which gets glossed over because they got the luckiest bounce of all time, and you know, McCole Hardman. Yeah. And frankly, surprised that they even upheld that play. Like as the ref, I thought like, yeah, it's a fumble, but it's close enough where these refs might mm-hmm. screw them. Um, that play, if they go down and score, it's a blowout. Right, the effectively, game, the, I think the game's effectively over. It, it's, it's a it's ten over. point game at that point. Yeah, if they get a touchdown there, that yeah. was a really bad call. Yeah, just put just if you were going for it, just have Josh Allen on the field. Yeah, and I, I I agree with you, and it and it did. He got saved by that. Yes, he did. I think we'd probably be talking about about that the fifth every punt. day. Yep. Until next season, yep. If it would have been the kickoff, it would have been the kickoff all over again. And it's so funny, like we we we're we're relatively smart dudes, right? Uh, we all know what happened and what that could have meant and what a bad decision that was. Yeah, but it does just sort of get put over there. So it, that's it does. That can be that can be, but that's football. It is, of I mean, course. You know that crap happens. It just was uh, to me, uh, just like I uh, the yeah. the thing that kind of keeps falling short is that defense in the biggest games. Even when you feel like that they'd played really well in the second half, they'd found ways to win with just injuries all over the place. But yeah, just feeling like you needed, and even so, they get that that right. They they get the fumble and they get the ball back to their offense, and they're they didn't score. That happens, but yeah, I don't know. It's I, I think too, isn't it part of what makes the conversation so hard about this team in turning the page and thinking about twenty twenty four? Is obviously the salary cap stuff and how Brandon Bean's going to maneuver, and um, I, but to me, I, I think that the tough part to me continues to be they keep falling short, and it's not that they keep falling short. This is not to me the Eagles with Andy Reid, where you're getting to the NFC, you know, NFC Championship game four years in a row and falling short. That they can't get to the AFC, they can't get back there. Like they're two wins away. They're mm-hmm. not right. that close. They're close, but they're not that close. They're close to the team that they lose to. Yeah, but like to to get uh, you know another round further. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Would it be better if they lost in the AFC Championship game four straight years uh, instead of three straight divisionals and that AFC? Sure, maybe. Right? Would, I don't think it would feel any different. No. I think they keep getting a tough hand, though. They keep getting the Chiefs in the division round, or the Chiefs or the Bengals. But that is just because the AFC is damn good, and there's gut. Right. And we haven't even seen Trevor Lawrence break through yet. Like, there is other guys coming. Maybe we won't. C.J. Stroud CJ Stroud is there. I, I, yeah, he sure. is here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are the Patriots going to get Drake May? Are the, you know, Steelers going to get Russell <laughs> <laughs> No, didn't you see? No, they're going to Mason they're, Rudolph. They're, they're, they're yeah. internally fighting about whether to have Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett. Imagine be their that. Well, imagine what that fight sounds like. I can't because I think it's 100 percent fake. Yeah, I don't think it's really happening. I don't think a it's a real. I it's a like, real argument. I need, I need like the Greg Balk, you know, <laughs> yeah, like right, old, right. a fight is broken out at the Steelers facility. Tomlin's you know? got a foreign object. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
No, that's right. And this year, I mean, look, to to wind it all the way, I, I didn't really intend for us to go here and do 20 minutes on this, which is what we ended up doing. But, um, you know, it just struck me as I started talking this hour that, you know, we haven't been together in a while and you also haven't been on the air since then. So like, you know, sort of a health check on you, uh, where you're well, at. Did, did you, were you able to listen to the post game show? Is that why you know I needed a, po- uh, like a I health just, check I now? saw, no, I, 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 I got, I got done and, and just, that was that. and just be yeah, a poured liquor down my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but no, I saw Twitter, you know, I saw Twitter chatter about it. So like, I knew that that had happened. Um, but like, you know, you, you, you get, you, you go through all that. And it, you just always get spit out in the same place, which is, okay, I got to start over again, you know, to an extent, like new team, new season. And I'm starting to get, I'm starting to get excited about, I think they're going to draft a receiver. I think maybe they'll draft two and, you know, talk about the organization who's failing Allen. I think the fact that they resorted to becoming the run heaviest team in the league down the stretch last Spoke year and into the playoffs is failing Josh Allen. I don't care that they won all these games. I, agree. I, I, you know, and the way they sounded when the season ended felt to me like they recognized that. So it's time to do something about it. Like I don't want to be the run heaviest team in the league Not with, with Josh that cat as my yeah. quarterback. I right. let 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 the Steelers do that mm-hmm. if they need to do that because they don't have that kid playing quarterback. That's where I'm at. And I'm I I just feel like the signs are pointing kind of like two years ago with corner where we all knew well what about this what about dude just corner <laughs> corner I know what the defensive line looks like but I still feel like there'll be an opportunity maybe to bring a couple guys back on the defensive line and receiver I mean they really need it's time to, it's time to do it and I'm excited by that because I think that could be really good for them so like that sort of got me. Sort of back, but yeah. I was about where you, what, how you just sounded was about how I was feeling for two or three weeks after the game. I was like, I don't know if I can I keep. And you also doing like, this. I also went into last year thinking like they could be better. Their roster might be better than it was the year before. Like, I like Leonard Floyd a lot, mm-hmm. but I think part of the thing for me is you mentioned the Hyde Poyer aspect that looms in the back of my head. It's way more about the it's Von Miller, Von Miller. Looking and thinking about where we were when the Bills signed Von Miller to where we are right now, two years later, it feels like it could be the move that ends up being the reason they don't win one. Uh-huh. And that is a feels like a pretty tough pill to swallow. That, that is tough. Yeah, you're 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 not in a very healthy place when this is not to say you're rooting for people to be. Uh, assaulted right. or, be, but when you're you're at a at a place where please get suspended, right? Yeah, please league do something, save us. Yeah, that's it's bleak. It's a bad that spot is, to be. That's a bad spot. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. If you want to uh, chime in here, anything we've been talking about is fair game. Of course, Paul Hamilton's going to join us to give us the rundown on what he saw from the Sabers four three loss to the Ducks this afternoon down at KeyBank Center. That's coming up at six. But between now and then. Certainly time for you again. 803-0550, the way forward for the Bills. Are you, I don't know, are you depressed like Nate kind of sounds? Or are you coming out of it? Uh, we can talk about that and anything else pertaining to the football team, of course. Again, Nate Geary in for Mike. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 